page Nun Gimel. Kvishis Kana Bereshis Devarenu. The Kudus Ayesoid and the Kudus Unachz and the Shanan Leherifibo Chavaku Vehamid and Lachas with Sadik Bamanos Ayichke. Unvavavi Chelik Beis page Nun Gimel. We've been we've been chazering, we've been talking about this. Sadik Bamanosa Yichya. We've been learning that the Iker Hamuna, the main Amuna, the main Amuna, the Iker Hamuna, is not Idias Hasechel, is not our knowledge, our intellectual knowledge that we have with this Kabbalah page Nun Gimel that was handed down to us from generation to generation, although that's important, of course, and not other Hechreichim Sichlim, which means other things that are that uh, other types of of uh, evidence, intellectual evidence, but the Ikah Mun is Emun Shabalev. And we're trying to, which we, we, we're trying to understand how do we draw that out from within ourselves that Emun Shabalev. So he said, Emun Shabalev is Emun Shabalev. And we learned Schazing a little bit that emunah shabalev is not is not uh, some mysterious ethereal thing, but emunah shabalev is what emunah shabalev is emunah shabalev is mitzias. Lo emunah shal hergeshim shal espilus bilvad. It's not just an emotional thing or espilus. We're just chazring page nun gimel. The same way that a person feels and senses his foot, his leg, his hand, that that's part of him, that's who he is. So we have each and every one of us within ourselves, we have the ability to feel, to sense that amuna. This chush that we have is the neshama. The only part of us that's a chelik that's inseparable from God and that is an aspect of God, the only part of us is what? <coughs> that's the neshama, not the guf. Hagufu hanifra. The body, the guf, the body is separate. Aval neshama kol chevtza vahaviyosu chelik alakamimal. But the neshama, all at once, and all it is, is godliness. Therefore, the neshama is constantly longing for and seeking. It's it's chosn. The neshama is looking for her for her ben zug. That's Hashem. So we've learned the ikka avoid of a person in emuna, which is as he says, betzim ikka avoid is hadam olama, which is the main avoid that we have in this world. He hakar b'chush shiyesh rabbanishlam is our ability to sense with our chush that there's rabbanishlam. And the rabbanishlam is the chelik of the neshama of kedushas Yisrael, and that the rabbanishlam is the chelik of the neshama of kedushas Yisrael. When he does this every few chapters, the chazar over, which is a very important thing that he does that to always bring us back. Ech megal and chelikza, and how do we reveal this chelik, this chush? That the neshama is inside of us. The Gemara says, "Kedushim avuri yisaid." The Gemara says, "Da'akashal ish lechazar al ha'isha alisha." It's the way the Rishon created the world, where it's da'akashal ish lechazar al isha, where the man goes looking for a wife. The chassan looks for his kala, 
And it's not the way, the Rabbi did not create the world in such a way where the Isha, where the woman should go looking, where the Kala goes looking for a Chosen. I read to the next page. Now we know, we spoke about this last week also, that the Jewish people, Knesset Yisrael, is compared to an Isha, to a woman. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu is the Chosn, is the Ish. We see in Tanakh that Hashem is called Ish, like Ish Mulchama, this Parsha. According to this, since the Klal in creation is that the Chosn looks for the Kala, since Hashem is the Chosn, it means that there is something that Gashbaruch has placed in this world that is seeking out each and every Jew. On our own, we don't, we're not necessarily looking for Hashem. Our brothers and sisters on the street, the Jews who are walking on the street, they're not necessarily not looking for Gashbaruch. And the Gemara says, that the chasen is supposed to be looking for the kala, not the kala looking for the chasen. Claimer vaday shavai just call Yehuda v'yud lechapes hakadosh baruch hu So he explains. Look, certainly we understand each and every Jew who's an aspect of that kala. We have to try our best to connect to Hashem. Kamayim akosiv, as it says in pasuk, uvikashtem yishamas Hashem lakechum atzasa. And you shall seek Hashem, and you will find Him. He said, If you seek Him with all of your heart and soul. However, what we learn from this Gemara in Kedushan, that the Chassan seeks the Kala, not vice versa, is that the Iker is that we have to make ourselves sensitive and open to Hashem searching for us, because Hashem is the Chassan. That means that Hashem's Baruch is reaching out to us, and we have to figure out how and what that means. And that's called Isarusa de la'ila, an awakening from above. Isarusa de la'ila, mekabel ha'adam, mi'aisei baskal, so the Svarma Kadashim tell us. Chazal say that every single day there's a baskal, ayoites mikol yayim, every day there's a voice that comes down from Shemaim and says, Vaymeris shuvu banim shavavim. Return to me my wayward children, my banim shavavim, my children who have gone, right, they've gone off the path. So there's a baskal that comes down and says, every Jew, here's a baskal that says, What does that mean? It means, the the essence of tshuva, is to respond to that part of us that's calling out. That part of us that's a Kaddish Baruch that's saying, Shuvu Banam Shavavim. We're not hearing it in the street. We're not hearing it on a, on a tape recorder. There's Chelki, that's what it means. That's what the Pesach means. Chelki Hashem Omra Nafshi. Chelki Hashem, inside each and every Jew, there's a Chelki Lekomimal. There's Chelki Hashem. There's Chelki Hashem. That part of me, that's Chelki Lekomimal, is Omra Nafshi, my... Hashem is speaking to me through my nefesh. That part inside of me that's called God is speaking to me and I have to hear it. Chelki Hashem Armanafshi. Zui Batsam Shiva Hamatsav Amiti. That is returning to the original true state of our creation. 
Kishem Shakasha Chasu Shalom Yad Yaitzes Mimkayma. When God forbid a hen is cut off and is detached, Yeshivim Aisel Mimkayma. Then, if they can do it very quickly, if there's a if there's a limb that was torn off, then a surgeon mm-hmm. can attach it, reattach it. Vaguf Nasu Shalom Lufi Bichinoso, and then the body is whole. So to the job of each and every one of us, we walk through life being cut off from that part of us, that's the essence of who we are, which is what? That's what Shuvah means. Shuvah means to return. Shuvah doesn't mean something new. Shuvah means to come back to that original state of everything being the way it should be, where I'm able to hear Chalki Hashem speaking to me. So how do we awaken that? How do we bring that about? <coughs> Remember we learned that the Neshama responds, the Neshama is able to connect to what Amir is only when it's spoken to Words that are rakim. Rakim, we learn, means just a simple chat. is something of sort, but it's the language of the neshama. The body, that physical part of ourselves, which includes the intellect, that that hears that response to dvarm kashem kegidim, strong. We learn that through Amir Haraka, it's possible to be Mo'ira to awaken the Neshama. And through words that are strong like Gidim, it's possible to break through that barrier, which is covering the Neshama, which is the Guf. Now, what, is Amir, what does it mean, Amir Haraka? It was just Chazri. Now, what does it mean, Amir Haraka? That we could be Mo'ira, that Chalik inside of us that's called Chalki Hashem Armanashi, right? We have to be Mo'ira that. <coughs> There's a part of us that's calling out to us, but we're not communicating with that part of ourselves. And there's only one way to communicate with that part of ourselves, that's with what? Amir Araka. How, how, how do we do that? How do we communicate with that part of ourselves? To be more the Neshama, to respond to the call of the Neshama that's calling out, Shuvah Baram How do we do that? So he says, Nevaramat is Mohusin Nami Araka. To what can this be compared? Reuven v'shimna holchem yachde berachayv. Reuven v'shimna walking together on the street. Lefasa, oitzer Reuven v'shimna. And suddenly Reuven stops shimna. The matzbiel aritz pavayim alo. Tira, he ne a hundred dollar, me a dollar. Reuven says to shimna. He points to the floor. He says, Hey, look over there. It's a hundred dollars. That's very unrealistic, because in, in reality, of course, Reuven would jump on the hundred dollars. But let's say such a thing could happen. That Reuven says, Look, there's a hundred dollars. Shimna shemei mashayim alo Reuven. Let's say Reuben's a big veer, right? So he doesn't need the money. So he points on the floor and he says, Look, Shimon, it's a hundred dollars. Shimon, 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 hears this. Miyad, miskaifeh, femer. He right away bends down and picks up the hundred dollars. Kedei l'shachneya, Shimon, l'harim, it's a hundred dollars. Merit, but ain't serach b'dvarim ha'kashim kegidim. Right? In order, to, in order for Reuben to get Shimon to pick up the hundred dollars, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to have a whole difficult conversation with him. I really think that's something that would be good for you in life. <laughs> Uh, this is part of your upbringing, this is part of your chinuch. Uh, this is something you'll be able to get. This you'll be able to buy that. Why don't you do it? I'm trying to convince you. I'm trying to talk into it. He's not going to have to do that. It's not going to be necessary. In order for Reuven to get Shimon to pick up the hundred dollars, all he has to say is, "Hey, there's a hundred dollars," and that'll be it. Ain't 
Koshim hard like Gidim doesn't mean it means convincing. It's not going to take any kvetching and convincing and explaining and a whole. It's not going to take that. Maspik Amira Lashem Kalarak. It's enough to say very very gently, very softly. Look, there's a hundred dollars, and he'll take it. He'll bend down right away and he'll get it. Anything else you'll have to spend the whole. This could be a person that's normally stubborn. And in order for you to talk to him and to get through to him, you have to you have to always explain and repeat and and go through the whole sugi again and again. But over here, look, there's a hundred dollars. Before you finish the sentence, he's already he's already has it. The Chalza Islama, why? Simple. Ki a hundred dollars zayis mitzias brewer because the hundred bucks that's lying on the floor that's a mitzias that's one hundred percent clear to him. There are no sfekas about the hundred dollars. And that he could use the hundred dollars. There's no shaila about that either. That he could use the hundred dollars. It is a hundred dollars, and he could use a hundred dollars. There are no sfekas. The mele came and should borrow them, since it's clear to the person. Shemunach kan kesef that there's a hundred dollars on the floor. Will borrow legam shumoid nitzrachlei, and only that. But he knows that he that he he could very very much use that hundred dollars. Yesh neetzlei meshicha gevoylas yisapula. He's there's a very powerful thing that's pulling him to bend down and pick it up. Therefore, in order to have this thing accomplished, that Shimon should have the hundred dollars, it's enough for Ruvain to use a very, very simple and soft way of speaking. There's a hundred dollars. That's all. Now, why is it so easy for the for the for him to hear the hundred dollar message? Because there's no steer, there's no conflict between what he, what his nefesh is telling him, what he's hearing inside. What he's hearing inside all the time is, I need money. Somebody comes along and says, look, there's money. It's a shidduch. Inside he's saying, I want money. This guy says, do you have money? So right away it works. Lashon Raka, Adibra Kal. Very simple. He says what I want. This is a mitzvah. I'm very, I feel this mitzvah inside of me all day long. How am I going to make a living? I don't have enough money. I hear somebody saying, "There's there's a hundred dollars." I look, I see a hundred dollars. I hear, "This is what I need." So there's a shidduch between the two mitzvahs. However, when it comes to dvar makashim kegidim, the tzarach mudaber, the davar shetivah shal adam seisar, I say. Then, when do you need to speak dvar makashim kegidim? When do the words have to be kashim kegidim? When does it take? Some convincing, some some maybe even manipulation, some fancy speech. When does it take all of that? When the person, when you're saying something that contradicts the person, where the person feels it's a contradiction. You tell the if you tell your kid clean up the room, and the kid was the kid was lying around. The kid wanted to go to his friends and he say clean up the room, so it doesn't work very often. Allah and Raka, Shay for the one if you clean up your room, it doesn't work. Right, but if you say, if but if you say to your seventeen-year-old uh, son, maybe you could do something about that. Really, so, so. But if you say something, let's say you have a seventeen-year-old son, and you say to him in the gentlest way, your your beautiful girlfriend is waiting for you outside. Oh, you know, you see, you're not going to have to explain. You're not going to have to dash. You're not going to say, please, I beg you to go see her. It's not nice. She's already waiting. Before you finish the sentence, he's there. Right? That's not hard. He's already there. So you only need to koshim kegidim l'dav shetivish oldem soisar. So when there's something, when there's a contradiction, when there's a conflict, 
no bishu any rights to buy something he doesn't want. And he goes far away from it. Some of you might look, you have, let's say you get messages during the day. Right? So you, the, the, the hacking you also, I see with, with the phone, or that's maybe email, I don't know what that thing is. But a person gets on the phone, and you take all your messages, and you look over the messages. So you might have, you might have 10, 15, 20 messages, and you're looking at all these names and numbers. So which do you dial first? So certainly if it's a child, or it's a wife, or it's a dear friend, or it's a parent, right? So then you automatically see that, and you say, oh, so my mother's calling me, <coughs> or my wife calls, or my kid, right? And there's a say there, there's a say there. And then there's a person that you don't want to speak to. Let's say this person is hacking you for something that you owe him. Or let's say this person is bothering you about something you don't want to do. Right? You'll have on that list a whole bunch of people that are calling you in a one. <coughs> he's not calling to offer you money, he's calling to get from you money, right? So it's interesting how you don't hear that. Unless you get Dvarim Karsham Kegidim. Like finally calls you up and says, you know, I'm suing you, and, and the, you're getting a letter in the mail from my lawyer or something like that. And you say, wow, whoa, 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 what's, what are you getting all huffy about? So he says, I left you, I left you ten messages. I, I, I sent you a couple of emails. But the problem was that all the messages and emails were Belash and Raka. Belash and Raka. And since you don't want to hear about how you owe money, you didn't hear it. So now he says, you know, we're going to put you in jail or something like that. So you say, wow, how can you be starting like that? What's the matter? He says, I, I spoke to you a thousand times with Lashon Raka. You never called me back. You never responded. Or you, or, you got, or you left me when you knew I wasn't at the phone. You left your message. Yeah, I'll get back to you soon. Yeah, I'll go that. But, but you, weren't, you weren't hearing it because it's so, so what you want. You don't want, to, you don't want to pay this money. And you don't want to hear from this guy. So that guy has to use with you because you naturally don't, and you're not interested in this. Any time that you have to break through something that is that is opposed to what you're trying to say, to what you're trying to communicate, then you're going to have to use dvarm kashim kegidim. Doesn't only doesn't only mean to yell. There are many, many ways that a person can can communicate the Ram Kashim Kegidim. It could be in a very nice way. You know, you could have uh, in a very nice way, like, you know. Say it in a very nice way. You know, like. You can get a phone call from Vinny, and, and Vinny, not the Yid. Vinny calls you up and says, um, I hear you, you've been ignoring the. the uh, you've been ignoring the messages of your good dear friend uh, you know Yankel whatever no of your friend Yankel so then uh, if you if if you don't call him or if you don't pay by Tuesday uh, you know we'll, we'll have to have a little meeting me and you Vinny and you so you'll, you'll see how fast you can call up uh, Yankel and take care and get the money together it's very very amazing so it wasn't uh, he did, he spoke very nicely Vinny he says you know you're my old friend and uh, Maybe you'd like to see me a little bit next Tuesday. We can get together, have some share some fun memories. So the last time I broke every bone in your body, yeah? he's not yelling. He's not upset. He says very nice. But the Makabal, the guy hears it like Koshim Kagida. Loud and I hear you, Vinny, I hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. Ayanka's calling you for, for two years. Yanka's calling. Please. Please, my ship, please, I beg of you. My children are starving. I didn't pay any tuition. I don't know, you owe me this money. Why aren't you going to pay? Why aren't you going to pay? 
And amazing. That's all you didn't hear. Because there's a clipper that doesn't want you don't want to hear because you don't want to pay. So then someone has to speak to Dram Kashim Kagida. Kashim Kagida. Right? Sometimes a doctor could tell somebody, you know, you need you need to lose weight. You need you need to lose weight. There's a friend of mine, the doctor's been telling him for years, you need to lose weight. You need to lose weight. They're having their family history of, of heart problems and different situations, you need to lose weight. Nothing. Finally, he, uh, finally, he wasn't feeling well. He went to a different kind of doctor, and this doctor looked at his thing, looked at his weight, looked at the charts, and said, "You're going to die." He said, "What?" He said, "You're not going to live much longer, my friend. The way you're going, you're not going." So I was talking to him. And he said, "Can you imagine?" He spoke to me in such a way to tell a person such a thing. You know, it's like malpractice. He should be sued. How do you talk to somebody like that? I said, "You know, you're such an idiot." <laughs> You know, for, for, for years and years, doctors are talking to you and begging you, and your friends also are begging you to stop eating this way and to, and to go on a diet. What do you, and, and, and you don't hear, so finally, Baruch Hashem, the Baruch Hashem sent a shlich, and the shlich told you straight out, you're going to die. The way you're going, there's no way to continue this way. So you now you're upset, oh good. So he got through a little bit, the klipa, that klipa that's not letting you see the truth. Because why? You don't want to hear that. Because what you want to hear is, as, as my kind, you know, have another piece of potato cookie, another piece of potato cookie. And the doctor says, no more potato cookie. He doesn't want to hear it. So how do you get through to them? You have to break the clipper. And to break the clipper, you need Dvam Koshim Kegidim. And it's amazing how the person's always shocked, like, like this friend. Oh, how can you talk to me that way? How can you talk to a patient like that? That's not nice. But that's, that, that's when you're dealing with a steerer. When there's a steerer, you, you, you have to use the Ram Koshim Kegidim. HaNeshama, he bebchines koitzayim alaveis Yaakov. The Neshama is in the bechina of what koitzayim, right? It needs Amir. What does that mean? HaAmir Navas mehat bihirus hagavaya sheyesh l'Neshama. HaNeshama royas advarim b'tsura brur. You see, the Neshama... Which is which is that godliness inside of ourselves? The neshama can only hear things that are absolutely pure, true, and clear. The neshama does not speak the language of double speak or spin or narishkeit or lies. The neshama doesn't hear it. The neshama hears the language of sincerity. Of clarity. That's what the neshama is. It's God. It's the chelik That's its language. The neshama does not respond and cannot be misoyer from words that are unclear or insincere. The neshama is constantly. That's what it means. That there's a baskal. There's a voice inside of us. The neshama is constantly wanting. To communicate with us and to hear us and to be misaira to our words. There's nothing blocking the neshama from wanting. Therefore, even if the, even if there's any any time in our lives where there's the slightest sincerity that's coming out, in other words, there's a davening. Or there's a learning, or there's something with, that's with the slightest bit of sincerity. It's more than a shama, and the person wants to do something. 
like we spoke about last week. Even the slightest sincerity is more of the person. The sli- a, a davening which even has a, the davening is a little bit sincere. Or you hear someone that's giving a devatari, he's not saying some kind of a fancy thing to impress you, but he's saying something which is yoitzim and halev mamish. The neshama jumps. The neshama hears that. Can you explain the difference between neshama and nefesh? I mean, it's not for them. No, but I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. No, no. In other words, what is the neshama then? Define the neshama exactly. I mean, is it the conscience? I, I, I don't know why I have to use the neshama. I'm not going to, it'll take us totally away, even though I understand. The neshama is the, let's, what we're looking is the neshama is that point within us where God is. That's the point within us where God is. Other, the, the ruach, ruach, nefesh, these are extensions and manifestations. But the etzim of a Jew is his neshama. That's the chilakal connection where God is inside of his neshama. They're different in, in the Nisham itself. There's Chai We're not going to talk about okay. that. But that's the essence of that's godliness inside the person. That's the Nisham. So the Nisham, it's not that it's not important. It's very no, important. No, no, but I don't think it's conscience. To use, to use conscience, conscience. You don't have to use Agayisha words. We use Nisham. What it is. What it is, is that part inside of us, that's God. When, when Freud said, some, said conscious, other people say, it doesn't mean God. So that's why I'm not going to use that word. If to you it means God, then you could use the word conscious or subconscious. If that means God, then you could use the word subconscious. But it's Hashem. I'm just trying to relate it to, like, when I hear a voice inside me, I mean, so I if it's tell- reality. If, if, it's telling you to, if it's telling you to daven better, then it's the Baruch If it's telling you not to daven better, then it's, uh, then it's your conscious. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the neshama, when the neshama hears anybody speak to it in its language, even a little bit, it's Messiah. It's Messiah. I just saw Hamurdikamaisa on the way here. I'm looking in this sefer, and he brings this. He's become Hamurdik sefer on the Kvaris, but now it's sefer Bashal. That's not something else. The, the, he wrote here, Amaisa from the Tzaddik. I already double underlined it with a few exclamation points in the, in, in the tunnel now, just now. He brings Amaisa from Rabbi Sol Husyatina. Now, from the original dynasty, the Husyatina. The Husyatina, Rabbi Solka, lived in Eitzisrael in Tel Aviv. It's Tzaddik Yisoyed Olam Kadosh Kadosh Mamish. So, this Tzaddik, Rabbi Sol Husyatina, his wife, his Rebetzin, was was going was supposed to go through a very dangerous operation, <clears throat> and and the Rebbe was the Rebbe was very very worried and very nervous, and he came to the he was visiting her in the hospital. He came to the hospital and stayed there every day, and it says that he, when he came to the hospital that day, the doctors said that tonight is going to be the achra. Tonight is going to be Lakan or Lakan, which means if she makes it through the night, then it, then it looks like it'll be good. But if not, it's not good. So the Rebbe went home and he says, He couldn't, he was so worried and nervous. And the Rebbe was walking back and forth. He couldn't, he couldn't come to himself. So his son-in-law was there, Rabbi Yankel was there. And he saw the Tsar, he saw his, his father-in-law, the Rebbe's anguish. 
And Omar lo harabi, halo harayfim, amrushim tarvus alayla, b'shalom yesikui tarvler frost. So he said to his father-in-law, he said to the rabbi, I was there, the doctor said that if she makes it through the night, then there's a good chance that she'll have a complete refuah. Siva Rebbe is part of the Chesna of Amal of Adaygev. The Rebbe turned to him and said, very worried. So from where will we take the Chesna to make it through this night? So the son law said, Ma'ashayla. Rebbe, what's the Shayla? The Baisham will give her the Chesna. To make it through the night, the Bershel will give her the Kayach. Right away, the Rebbe so happy. His face started to shine with peace. The Shavla Vadosni went back to his whatever his Avaid is, the Avaid is not, he went back to whatever he was doing. When, when the grandson said over this Maisa, that happened between the, the, the father and the grandfather, and he said over the Maisa, Omar, Haim Skeni, Akadish. What I had to tell my father-in-law, the tzaddik of the generation, that the Bar Shalom is the Balabas, and he can give, he can give my grandmother, he can give his wife the kayak what to make it through the night. So he says, There's exactly what we're learning, right? There's a difference between something that you know, or when Shmias Hadvarim when it's said with his ears, when the words are spoken, Hamatik Yadaber. When you that when you when you talk it over and you hear it from a from a sincere person, now the, right, the Rebbe himself could do that. The Rebbe was in a little bit on his madrig and a little bit of darkness, right? Because it's his wife. He's married to this person for sixty years, and he's and he was in some darkness, and 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 he was calling out to his son-in-law. Who's on the lower madrig? The son wasn't Rabbi Saul. The son was a big tzaddi, but not Rabbi Saul. So he's still. And he was calling out, and he said, "Where am I going? What's going to be? What's going to be?" And he and, and and the son was said to his father-in-law. He said, "No, she'll make it through the night. How will she have the kayak? What kind of questions? How she'll have the kayak?" So someone said that really, the Rabbi Shlomo gave her a kayak to make it through the night. So then he was misayir from that. He's misayir. In other words, the Rebbe on his madrega couldn't come to himself. It wasn't a question of intellectually that the Rebbe doesn't know there's a God. But at that moment, because of the chayshech inside of him, because of his personal worry and love, he needed what? He needed his irvis. He needed the burim rakim. He needed some good words, gentle words of his irvis. And because the Rebbe is such a tzaddik, now, imagine if it was, God forbid, any of us in that situation, and we hear the same words, so we would continue on and say, what do you mean the Bar Yisrael is going to help us through tonight? How do you know that? There are a lot of people tonight in the world that are dying. How do you know that? But the Husayitina didn't need that. Because once the Rebbe, once the, because he had such a fayidik neshama, he was such a heiliger person, that once the words were just spoken in pastas, pastas simple. But the Barnishim should give a Kayach. So that was it. And the Husayatina had his iris from that. His neshama was ignited by that very strongly and made it through all that darkness. And he was then he was okay. He was okay. I don't know what happened in the end. You know, I said that night. But, but then the Rebbe, the Rebbe came to himself in such a Madraga. He came back to his Madragas. So it's a Givalda Gemais. That's what we're talking about. The neshama is always ready to hear 
at any second to hear Diburim Amitim, true words, sincere words. Obviously, if you, the more klipas you have, the more covered your nisham is with things of this world, of the physical world, the more you might have to use Dvarim Kashim Kegidim, you know, like a power drill, to excavate and to get through all the stuff that's on the outside. That's why I, I that's why I, I once told you that there was a Yid that was having certain Sveikis. I told you a few weeks ago there was a Yid that was having Sveikis in the moon, problems, he had difficulties, and he came in to see Ramashla Kabrina, and when he came to the door, Ramashla Kabrina took up a glass and he said a shahakal and he drank the water. And the Chassid went into the room and the Rebbe said, What is it? And he started to say, I have this problem, I have that problem, difficulties, I don't know. And I had my Amunah. Uh, so the Rebbe said, The Rebbe the whole time was shaking his head. And the Chassid said, what, Rebbe, what is it? So the Rebbe said, Ah, I miss your father. Your father was a much bigger person than you. And he says, What do you mean, Rebbe? He says, Because your father had much bigger service than you have. And when your father would come to see me, and he would stand at the door, and I would just, and I would say, Bruch Hashem, Lekana Ma'achlam Shahakol Niyabidvare. When he would hear me say those words, Shahakol Niyabidvare, he didn't have to come in to talk to me anymore. He would go home. That was all he needed. You, you're still coming in to hack me. And he, all he needed was to hear the Shahakol, and then he went back. It was like that by Azaitis and by Abavis. They didn't have to have a, a Yom Iyun on the subject of Tefillah. They didn't have to have a, a, a Tishabav Talkathon, right? Like they have now, you don't have to say kinis. You just have. There's no kinis anymore. You have to have tishavav talkathons. You have to have shirim all day long on tishavav, so that people will be able to remember that there's a beis hamikdash. So you have to have somebody telling him eight hours a day. Don't forget the beis hamikdash. Don't forget gulos. Don't forget sorrows. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. So you have to have somebody with drum kashim kigidim, big maharals and svasemises and all kinds of things and stories and everybody screaming and crying. How come our zaydis and babas didn't need that and they had a tishavav that was with crying and a real tishavav with kinis? How come? The Territz is that the Klippas was so much, there were so few Klippas. They didn't need Dvaram Kashim Kagidim to get through. They didn't need all kinds of fancy things and all kinds of fancy shiurim and drushes and speeches to get through. That's what the Balshantiv said, not the Balshantiv, that the Chesidim were laughing by the Mizuchim Magid, because I, I once mentioned this also that when he would say, Vaydabar Shemal Maishalayma. So they said that the Rebbe, the Rebbe, Rebbe Zushi never. The Rebbe Abzushi never heard any of the drushes of the Mizrach Magid. He never heard any of the toys of Mizrach Magid. Why? Because the second that the Mizrach Magid would begin with the Pasuk, and say, the Rebbe Abzushi would jump up and say, Did the Bershom spoke to a boss of Adam? The Bershom speaks to a person? And he was said, Did you hear? The Bershom speaks to someone, a human being. And then the Rebbe Abzushi would start to sing and they would start to clap. And, and the Mr. Shemag would say, take him away from me, take him away. He, he stared the whole, he couldn't give a drasha with him. So once the Rebbe, so the, the Rebbe of Baruch Mezhbitz had said over this Meisah, about the Rebbe of Zushia, which was a contemporary, and the Chesidim over there started to laugh, like, the Rebbe is cute, it's funny, you know, it's a nice story. So the Rebbe of Baruch, you know, those of you who heard about the Rebbe of Baruch didn't, uh, didn't laugh like that. It wasn't, it wasn't part of his repertoire laughter. And the Rebbe of Bukhamezbid said, What are you laughing at that? If we would be emissary emis- like the Rebbe of Zushir, we wouldn't need anything else, just like Dabish and Moshalim. If we'd be real Jews, we wouldn't need the rest of the Jerusha. Well, we need the rest of the Mesichamagis Jerusha, and, and you need for me that I have to sit here and dash him. It's only because we have so many cleavers covering up that the Neshama is chalishing. When the Neshama hears, but the Rebbe of Zushir's Neshama was. On the, right up here on top 
So when he heard when he heard Vaidavish Shalmay talking words of the Nishama, who did he hear from the mouth of Mr. Shamagat Samstah? Mr. Shamagat said Vaidavish Shalmay Shalim when he said those words, we must again. And his brother Rav Zisha came in, and he says, "Zavlan and she learned Shabbat Tochem." So Rav Zisha jumped up. He's up because Kedusha Slavi. He's a teacher. He jumped up. He grabbed the table. There's a bunch of Lenin Shabbat Tochem. Edachdu. And he said, "With such a with such a That was it. That was it. He didn't have to. Edachdu. Edachdu. He grabbed the table and said, "Edachdu." I never heard that. He's here. What do we have to do? Morning, morning, Shabbat Tochem. What do we do? I should give all the good advice. Shabbat Tochem, Shabbat Tochem. That's the one that. It's all good. No, but there's one that 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 that. Shabbat Tochem is famous. That's what everybody everybody knows. To get his chaskis in the moon. <laughs> Maybe shachet, but never shachet. you probably mean. Bchina means how it shows how everything right. in the world is right. Right. the hands right. and everything right. is uh, how it proves Hashem exactly. from everything exactly. in the world. Right. That's called shachet bchina. Yeah. Ah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. So it says, "Ah, to look shachet bchina." Says, "Do that for shachet bchina." See, I love you, I like that mice. So, so why? That's with the Rebbe Zushi. It's the same thing. So the Rebbe Zushi is holding in such a place. Do what is it? Why are we talking? All the svar. All the swarm. Well, my, my father always says to me, my father, you know, he comes, I have a lot of swarm. I, I have an addiction to swarm. So, so my father, I walk around with Pekla, it's not that I learn any of them, I just like to have them. So, my father, he, my father was saying, you know, and he's like, you know, what's going on over here with this swarm? He said, uh, he said, I don't know, he says, my Zaydi, he said, my Zaydi had, had only like six or seven, you know, he didn't even have a full shas, and he was a much bigger Talmachachim than you. <laughs> I don't know, he said, my father always says that. He said, I don't know, he didn't, he didn't have such a library like this. You know, he had a couple of far, right, a hikli as well. He had, uh, you know, a couple of chumash, not even a mikus gadailus, that was, uh, what was it, mikus gadailus, you had to go to this medrash and to, and to wait online for mikus gadailus. He had a chumash rashi, right? An archaim akudish. You didn't have... And they had a Mishnayis, and that too had to be borrowed and lent. He said, he was a much bigger Tamachachim than you. Because he didn't, because they didn't, because my, because that's, had my elders say, he didn't, they didn't have it, they couldn't afford it. It was easier to become a Tamachachim. Yeah, it was easier to become a Tamachachim. Yeah. 100%. Because you had, all you had was that Mishnayis. If all of us just had a few Svarim, we would, we would master them. We would become Bakim in them. And it's uh, uh, we have a lot of swarm, which is a, a nice thing too. But of course, it's a distraction also. But the yisaid adav is that that they didn't need they didn't need to have such nairiches to be elachiyim. They didn't need so many joshes and so many things to be elachiyim to be God fearing Jews. How many times in Europe, in the typical I'm talking about in in, in Hungary and Poland, the rav the roof of the city. How many times did he speak publicly a year? Shabbos 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 and and Yisker maybe by Yisker um, once in a while by Yisker Shabbos Shuvah Shabbos Agol some Rabbanim did by Yisker some others some there are others that didn't I'm not talking about Rabbis Rabbis spoke Shalashidis I'm not talking about that the Rav the Rav spoke Shabbos Agol and Shabbos Shuvah 
you imagine if a guy advertises that he wants to get a job as a rabbi and he says he speaks twice a year? You, get, you, get him, you can get him an island. <laughs> and you get even if he says, I'm not speaking at all, they get even a bigger island. I'm not talking about that that time. So people that want to learn, people that want to grow. And some, some rabbi says, Shabbos Shabbos that's it for me. What? My father remembers when the rabbi spoke, but it was a Shabbos Josh. I don't know if you ask your father if he was at those drushes from the Ungar Rav. My father says what was going on there. They would sit doing the faucet. They didn't know. From Europe. Rabbi Yasser Kahan. So my father said that they didn't understand the Bach. They didn't understand the word. It was very hard to hear. It was so hard. He was very old. It was hard for him to talk. And the whole place, thousands of people. And they could barely hear. And only the biggest, biggest, biggest Tamil Chamim were able to be close to him. And, but the whole town was there, and and he was taught to say, he was taught to say to talk Shabbosur, and the, right away what? Everybody, the Ezra's Nashim screaming and crying, and, and all the men and Bachim starting to cry, cry, give up, give up. My father said he would, he would just like he would crack me and say, oh, and the whole island crying. Now a symposium on you know on Yom Kippur on the deeper meaning of Yom Kippur by you know we're having a group of rabbis the scholar in residence are here here they are the three stooges came to talk about you know Yom Kippur and they're giving now and with Mara Makaymas also I'm one of the three stooges with Mara Makaymas you can get uh, a, a source book source book and then after the whole thing still don't do tshuva. Still is not a Yom Kippur. And it was told me one generation ago. He would sit and, and it was about the Satmar of like that Hashanah Rabbi we spoke about. It was like there was a, oh, a crest, oh, and then the whole Oilam crying and screaming. It wasn't make believe. Because they lived in a state of consciousness, of Neshama, of the Neshama wanting to hear, waiting to hear without, without. 4,262 hours of ABC, NBC, CCN without, without hearing the boom of filth and vulgarities without, without a million newspapers with all the shyness of Akam all Geisha Sprachen, disgusting things or not so disgusting but Narishkeit and Shkarim they were just simple Jews that spoke to each other good morning, good afternoon Ashri that's it so they were, they, were, they were right there every minute they were right there so the second they heard something from the Nishama from their own, when they said Ashrei, or when they heard, certainly when they heard a tzaddik say, Oi, a tzaddik says, Oi. That was it. Didn't take anything else. They were on call. The Neshama was, our Neshama was also always listening. And if you hear, Dibur Ma'amitim, so he's saying, you respond, you can respond, Mamish. But why is it harder for us, and why does it take more and longer? Because the clipus, the shells, the the barriers that we've over the years the barriers are very thick very very thick and the neshama is waiting to hear words that are clear that are clear and simple clear and simple to the point that's why it's not the supposing that doesn't when you talk when you ask people how did you get what how did you decide to you ask about what you know they always have to answer these questions. You get about two at your table, right? They know they're always going to say, "What? How'd you get from?" Right? Did it? Yeah, what did it? Well, I, I had a few times that over the years of someone say, can we, "Can we talk about something else?" <laughs> you know, how many times can you tell this story? So, but there are others that love to tell the story. They love to tell the story. 
So, ask what, what is it? What is it that did it for you? I never heard. And I'm talking to I'm talking to you like this for already 26, 27 years. I never really heard that what did it for somebody was the Shia. A Shia did it for me. It was a Shia. They can't point their finger to a Shia. It was always something else. And you know what it was 99% of the time? Pneumis de Gazachin in a family to see how a husband talks to a wife a certain way. With the children by the table, a song and nigging. Or they went to some big tzaddik and the tzaddik gave a, a word or two of encouragement. A word or two of encouragement. Somebody was just telling me uh, that, that he was by the Lubavitcher Rabbi. He was by the Lubavitcher. What was he telling me exactly? This is such a mice. The Lubavitcher of his memory, he said, I forget the exact thing. Right now, I don't remember right now, but he was by the Lubavitcher Rabbi like uh, four years earlier. He was by the Lubavitcher Rabbi. He, 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 wasn't, he wasn't from. And the Lubavitcher, he, he, he came online there to get a dollar. Somebody told him, go there, whatever, and he stood online to get a dollar. And the Lubavitcher, he told him something nobody else knew, a sentence. He told me, I just can't, I have like a, I can't remember right now. But the Lubavitcher, he told him to do this, it'll be good for you. Do this, he told him. And, and and something like you'll see that Hashem will help you. Do what I'm telling. You. Try this. And that was in the four he, he he did, and he had tremendous tremendous desires from that. The Rebbe told him, and he ended up becoming a Balchuva. He was he became a Balchuva, and then four years after that, he came back to Crown Heights, and he was standing in line with a thousand other people, and he came over to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe and and the Rebbe looked at him. Balchuva looked at him. And, and he reached over and he gave him a pinch. Everybody went crazy. He gave him a pinch and he said, I see that you listened to what I told you. And he referred back to that exact thing that he told him. Do you know you what that means? It wasn't even a memory. I'm saying the first part I was Kaddish. I don't know what that Right, the first was Kaddish. Right, right, that's true. I, I never, to hear such a thing, to have to have such an ability to do that? Probably looked a lot different also when he came back. Yeah, he came back. Look, with my mother. It was it. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was a kayak. You want to hear? I'll tell you another mice. Listen to this mice I heard on the airplane. I was, I was sitting next to a guy. I went to see my parents in Miami a few weeks ago, and I, and I was, and I was uh, on my way to Miami. There was a. Um, I, I was uh, there's an empty seat next to me, and there was somebody sitting over here. It looked like he was looked like he wasn't from one of ours. And then, and the plane didn't go off yet, and I, and I sneezed, and he says, Labriyut. Alright, so I see he's across the aisle. Alright, the plane's going to take off in a little while. In the meantime, somebody comes over to him and says, says, you're sitting in my seat. Says to him. Yeah. So then it turns out, where's he supposed to sit? Guess next where? To right next to him. So he comes to sit next to him. Why did the story never happen to me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, All I got is, do me a please put it on top. <laughs> So he comes to sit next to me. He's, 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 an, he's an Israeli. He lives, he lives in Boca Raton. An Israeli's parents live in Great Neck. He was visiting. It's a plea to Gemaisa with this seat. But he was telling me, we spoke, we didn't stop for the whole time. And now I'm still in contact with him. Didn't stop the whole, he wanted to talk. And he said, he said to me, such a murderous thing. He said that when he was in the airport, he was looking around, he saw, he saw me. 
And he said, I had this thought that I was hoping that this rabbi would be on the plane with me. Because he had questions about Yiddishkeit. And then, and then when he sat down, he was amazed that he was across the aisle, and that he was thinking, how are we going to talk? Maybe, maybe he could ask me some things across the aisle. And then this, then this lady comes and says, get out of my seat. You're supposed to sit next to the rabbi. So he starts to talk. So I say, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom starts to talk. He's a brilliant, brilliant boy, brilliant. He's like 23 years old. Uh, we're talking Hebrew all the time, Israeli. And uh, he, he's been, he said he's Shalom Shabbos for six months. He's been keeping Shabbos. Also through Chabad. Yes. Who's Makavi? Who's this Chabad? He says his name is Itzik. Itzik, who is that? No, Itzik. Okay, Itzik is Makavi. So in, in Florida, this Itzik is Makavi. He invites him over, he talks to him. Okay. But, but, he, but he has certain questions that are bothering him, and he asks Itzik, and Itzik doesn't have such uh, doesn't answer, but he wants to, to ask me some questions. So he's asking me questions, and we're talking the whole time, because he, it turns out that he's involved in a divine mitzvah with Messias Nefers, that he was shy, he didn't want to tell me, and I was able to get out from him, a divine mitzvah, he's Isaac, and I don't want to say right now, but it's a divine mitzvah. And that's why he was really in New York. Not just to say hello to his folks, but also to do this divine mitzvah, gewaldic divine mitzvah. So listen to what he tells And I have to say this myself and show this story. Listen to this. He had, he became friends over there with a, with a, with another, with a, another, uh, and, and they're talking about the Rebbe, different things. And the guy tells him, a nice that happened to him was like this. This guy, this guy was, was, uh, became religious years ago, and he was married for 10 years and they didn't have any children. This guy didn't have any children. Not, not the guy I'm talking to, this other guy that, that was friends with him. So, so, this guy, this guy was married for 10 years and didn't have any children. On top of everything, he had, he had, he had his father was somebody that left him. And he and with his mother he had a falling out. So finally, you know, he thought he's gonna have a family and everything. He hadn't spoken to his mother in many years, and with his wife, they couldn't have children. And they went to some Rav. They weren't Lubavitches at all, they went to some Rav. And the Rav they spoke to him about the you know, you don't have children, you have to get divorced. It's not working. It's in print. So the Rav says you have to the Rav said to divorce. So so it was very, very Heartbreaking thing, very heartbreaking. I mean, they cared for each other, but they also wanted to move ahead with their lives and have a family. Why not make a divorce? Because they were married for ten years, and there's an Indian like that. They weren't able to have children, so you don't have to. But they were given a nature like that. Okay, no, it wasn't a, such a development but there was such a thing like that. So they get divorced, and then and then and then uh, a short time later, she calls him up and she says that she's expecting. From him that she was expecting. She, she didn't. She didn't know. She was expecting. So this Gaval, the guy, so let them. Let them. Uh, he's a Kayan. Oh this? no. He's a Kayan. So Kayan can't marry Grusha, even his own Grusha. He can't be married Grusha also. It's a Kayan, and the, all they loved each other. All they wanted to have was a child, and she's expecting his child, and 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 she's a Grusha. He goes to this rough to that rough. There's no answer. There's nothing to do. Somebody says to him, look, I don't know, Haloch Aitzah. We don't know. Go to Lubavitch Rebbe. So he goes to he goes to Lubavitch Rebbe. He's standing in line over there for the dollar. And he doesn't know how he's gonna get it. But he comes to Lubavitch Rebbe 
and he gets the dollar. The Lubavitcher Rebbe looks at him and says, and doesn't he didn't say a word to the Lubavitcher Rebbe. He just he he, want, he was going to cry. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe said to him, "You should go talk to your mother. It's not nice. Go talk to your mother." So he walks away. They push him away. He walks away. That's what I have to hear from the Rebbe. My mother. She made me crazy. They had a whole breakup with this. I hadn't spoken to him in many, many years. And and anyway, how does he know that? Number one. And number two, was like, that's not, that's not my problem, my mother. I, I, he couldn't go back. Kids, uh, but people told him. The Rebbe said, you better go to you. Then you better go. So he had to go from New York. The mother's in California. He went to California. And he comes to his mother. Kids, uh, they start to cry. It's, they, they made up. They're crying and hugging each other, the whole thing. And he says to the mother, what am I so happy with my wife? And we got divorced and I can't marry her because because, because, he, because, my, because your husband, my father was a conan. She starts to cry and she tells him, it's not true. It's not true. Though. It's not your father. It wasn't a coin. Your father's not a coin. And then Mavara, the whole thing, who his real father was, was a, a, a yid, but not a coin. He's not a coin, the kids say. He's not a coin. So he, he took back the Grusha. They went back and they asked, they went to see some place him, they went to talk about it, and they, and they revived the whole Indian he was able to get. No? You hear mice like this? Now what time? Such a mice. So this boy... So this boy is fr- met this guy. Oh, met this guy. This, this, this guy is now a little Jehovah's I imagine so. <laughs> yeah. So, so he met this guy. The guy told him, did he have This, that he's, uh, you're saying it's written up. He says... It's in small miracles. Yeah, I yeah, know that. Yeah, there's no small. Oh, she's a, she's also a Lubavitcher, I think. So she has a story in one of her books. I'll show her. Yeah, yeah. So, but he said that this guy told him this mice. They have written a little differently, but the, everything. See here, a person had no hope. He was totally lost. The last thing he thought he needed to do was to ever look at his mother again, to talk to his mother, and the Rebbe said to him, "Go talk to your mother." Not without even asking him. Go talk to your mother. Makes up with the mother, and the mother tells him that embassies, you're not a coin. And we don't need these mess- big gurus and messages from the Baba Yeah. Why don't we get them? What do you mean? No, they give them to you in the train station. Oh, that's... No, I'm saying... That's crazy. No, 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 no. I'm saying, why don't we get these gurus and big, loud messages? This guy got a booming message to him. Yeah, maybe you got a huge, loud message sent directly. I think, there, I, think there, I think there are tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people who got messages from him. And there are so many of us that don't get any messages, right? We're not, we're not op- like uh, we're not opening him up. But we don't hear. We don't go. You have to, you have to. I think they say by the lottery you have to be in it or something like that. What is it? You've got to be in it to play. To win it, to win it. Whatever. Yeah, in it to win it, right? Something like that. Right. Okay. What messages? First of all, there's a baskel. It's Yisib Bechal Yoy. Ah, ah, fine. But you don't get this loud, often giloy. Hello. Yeah, he has Hello. A, this. He had a schus that he got. Big schus. Big schus that he got it. But I believe that any, every single one of us got messages every day. If we would, if we would be focused and thinking, uh, we don't get it like that. Then maybe tell you something like that, because there was such a chmonis in this guy. Terrible, terrible mice like that. You have so, to be in the line. To get a message, which was a madrega on his part. Not only that, he had to have the ready. A lot of people would have said, This is crazy, I'm going to go to my mother. I'm not going because he said the rabbi said it. He wasn't a chassid. I have to because the rabbi said I should go to my mother because he had big tightness with his mother. So, turns out that that father that ran away wasn't his father, that guy that ran away, the Cohen that ran away, that wasn't his father. She was married before. And then she and he said, but then she had to come up. She had to say exactly the proofs and everything. And she was able to give him. He went back and he asked the shaila. 
He took back his he took back his wife. Now he has a he has a, uh, a child, a wife and a child. No. What? So that 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 a person should be able to that a person a tzaddik has such a koyach with a few words to be to be peseach shor mamish to open up doors and gates. It's not just with miracles. Because you know what, Hilly, that, that's that's good stuff, that's fancy stuff, that's nice. But the ikir is, the ikir is in the heart of a person. That a few words from a tzaddik, some dibum from a tzaddik, is peseach sharam, it opens up the gates for that person. But, like you said, you got to be in line. And, be, and, and we're having a lot of problems, a lot of problems lining up. Because we're standing on a lot of different lines. You know, it's very hard to be at the same time online to Radio City Musical. Not that anybody does that anymore. I'm just, I remember the time I was a kid and I remember my mother and sister, we waited for like two hours. So if you lined up in Radio City Musical, you lined up, you know, to, you lined up to get into the garden to watch, uh, to watch a couple of guys play basketball. To be on the same line or to be online, they called now even the webs, the internet's called online. <laughs> yeah, if you're online, then it's very hard to be on the other line. It's very hard. I'm not talking about doing business. On obviously, people do business. There's nothing wrong with that. There are other things I heard. There are other things I need to emphasize business. So, it's very hard to be on two lines at the same time. It's very hard. So, Mimela, even when the diburim of the neshama, that the neshama, we, in davening, we hear things. It's not getting through. The neshama, it's, uh, we have to like the neshama is demanding. Words that are spoken, like you see, Olam Borah has to be clear, clear and emistic. That's why when the tzaddik talks, the tzaddik's talking to you from a place of certainty, of clarity. When 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 the when the Samov would say, or when my father's wife would say, oh yeah, Makudish, when he said Yom Kippur's coming, when what when, when he said Yom Kippur's coming, it meant it's really coming. Not like not like the other of us. And then two weeks from now, on our Yom Kippur, you know, we'll be we'll be commemorating the uh, first original Yom Kippur with uh, our fasting. So Yenisham doesn't hear. Yenisham says, Ah, ah, who needs that? But when the, but when the Chavetz Chaim would say Shabbos, like we spoke about last week, Shabbos. Oh, I hear Shabbos. Now I understand. What do you understand about Shabbos? Because the because the tzaddik said one word Shabbos. Now you understand Shabbos because Shabbos. How come when I said to you Shabbos you didn't hear it? Because when you said it, it wasn't Dvar Mahayet Saman Alev. My neshama couldn't hear it. When the Chavos Chaim said it, he said it. He so he believes in Shabbos a million percent. And because he believes in a million percent, my neshama heard him say Shabbos. But I don't hear. I didn't hear when you said Shabbos. You gave fourteen lectures about Shabbos. I didn't hear one thing that you said. I can write it over. I'm smart. I could say over the lecture, but my neshama didn't hear it. Therefore, there was no service of my neshama to keep Shabbos. I thought it's interesting. I'll, I'll read more about it. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll talk about it. But when the Chavos Chaim said Shabbos, the service of the neshama, response to that word Shabbos, one word, Chavos Chaim. I will continue to Shabbos.